0: How we, it's important that it stays a noun, that it's queer friendship, right? That
1: yeah.
0: We're not queering anything. I don't want to queer anything, and I think you also recognize that we don't want to queer anything.
1: Yeah. Okay, wait. <laughs> hold like- on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me do the... Okay. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> this is like in the middle of a conversation. Okay, hey, everybody. Welcome to Queer Walk, the podcast. This is Money, your friendly creator, and I'm here again with <laughs> I hey, hi, love. My beautiful hey. Love your chocolate, chocolate demeanor and your cocoa kisses. I see your glow from a distance. Your vow to my submission. I give you all of me. Want to make you proud of me. We see the God in all you do. Your light is harmony. hope you hear that on the daily because baby your love your love okay and so this is probably gonna be a mini because we're just gonna do a dashboard topic for this week so we're just gonna do a dashboard discussion and the topic is i feel like i'm jumping right in first i should back up and say if you aren't following please follow Continue to support the, the podcast by liking, sharing. Please contribute if you can uh, monetarily. It keeps the SoundCloud page up. It keeps the domain name going Um, at paypal.me slash queerwalk, queer W-O-C. Yeah, so all that good stuff. Moving on along. So, so we want to talk about the difference between friendships and relationships, specifically Around queerness, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you were talking about this con—you was having this conversation with somebody, and it's important to keep it a noun and not a verb.
0: Yeah, at, at least the the queer part of it, because I think so. I think it's we have to recognize that both of us are currently occupying academic spaces, right? And mm-hmm. oftentimes, certain words catch on like a niche market. Yeah. So what I've been seeing is this trend of queer-ing things, like queer-ing. Yeah. Like, we're queering this, we're queering that, we're looking at a certain film in a queer way, so they're using it as, like, a verb. They're queering, queering, like, interactions, right? Some, Mm -hmm. like, cultural artifacts. Mm -hmm. So I don't want this to be that. I think that's definitely clear on both of our parts, that we're not queering friendship, we're looking at queer friendships.
1: Right. Okay, so... You're saying both of us occupy academic spaces.
0: Yeah, in, mm-hmm. in a certain degree. Like I think. So again, then let, let me speak for myself. I have decided. I think last year when I was applying to grad school that this was gonna be uh, a territory that I have. I am deciding on my own that it will be a, a location where I pick my battles. So I think I have made that decision. That academic spaces where I will be unfolding a part of my battle it's not the only space making sure like recognizing that but majority of my time has been invested in the academic space at least for the past since
1: i don't know yeah well i know for me it's been definitely the last four years specifically um and that's i like what you said about like that's the place i that's just part of my battle but it's not all of it and what, okay, so, I, so the first thing is around, like, language, right? Like, I have a problem with the word queer a lot of times because it feels like it was introduced to me through academia,
0: yep.
1: like, being, a, being on campuses, really through being on college campuses and yep. trying, trying to find, like, an inclusive space in this word queer being used. Yep. Even with, even with the page, sometimes I struggle with using that language. And so, what's different around saying queer versus queering with the ING?
0: So, I think the difference, well, I think the difference is culturally. Queer has like an identity aspect to it, like a lived experience aspect to it, right? And there's multiple aspects to it. People find solidarity in it. Some people find it that it's sometimes their identities are just queer without specifying like who they sleep with, right? Mm-hmm. Particular ways, yeah. Uh, other times it has like a cultural weight where when we start using queer, people know what that means, yeah. So I add in like undocumented spaces when we say undocumented queer, we're like recognizing um the the intersections of identities identities, yeah,
1: right, right. So that's that's why, right. So it's just like not putting ed on the end of transgender because mm-hmm. it's it's a constant identity it's mm-hmm. it's like me so i'm mm-hmm. i'm not queering anything i am queer
0: mhm so, mm-hmm. yeah. and then in the academia i think the more and more i have seen people use queering yeah to you know analyze a piece of text or you know, and they'll be like, Oh, this queering something religion, queering something aesthetics mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of versions out there. Yeah, yeah. Of like queering yeah. something. Yeah, violent, yeah, yeah.
1: Explaining blah 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 blah. Well it was you know like I mean? it was a hashtag at the National Conference on Race and Ethnicity and Higher Education. It was like queering in core. What? Like oh, Yeah. And right, so that makes it an an act and not an embodied lived life, so so it would be like blackening or Asianing.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think so because then when you do that, when you do that, there's like a, a implied audience that you're performing your queerness to, mm-hmm. or like That's you're ex- excavating, excavating queerness to show somebody.
1: And that, you know? yeah, and then that that also implies that that audience too isn't queer. Like, you're doing it for the out... For, like, somebody who don't identify. Because when, when you're queering, that means whatever you're entering into is not queer. So, that's, like... Yeah. Yeah, so, like, in relation to friendships, that's not what this is. We're not queering friendships because we're both queer. So, it would be a queer friendship.
0: Mm-hmm. We're not queering,
1: yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> then, then like that I- makes- that means it's it's like hetero friendships or like like oh this this is a is a cis friendship and so we are queering friendships no
0: because we hold hands sometimes
1: yeah. yeah
0: there needs to be a weird aspect that people might put in you know yeah. or like we go to the Korean spa sometimes so we're queering our friendship by going to the Korean spa. <laughs> Um, you know,
1: when you, when you go to a while spot, you're naked, you know? Um, mm-hmm. I was thinking back to our first conversation around this. Like, what's the difference between friendships and relationships? And yeah. why are you laughing? This
0: is hard. It's hard, though, isn't it? it? It is. Yeah.
1: Um, I don't want to say... It's so easy to be like, oh, it's sex. Sex is the difference. You don't have sex with your friends. But I don't think so. Like, I don't think sex is the line. And if it is the line, it's a really inadequate, fuzzy one. Because, well, the, the obvious thing is that it ignores intimate partner relationships that don't have physical intimacy as a thing or intercourse as a thing. So I guess, like, the asexuality spectrum gets ignored in saying that, oh, the, the defining characteristic of a relationship is sex. And then you can also have sex with people that you have no intent on being with ever. <laughs> um, and the more it's like I try to create this um, boundary between like what a friendship is and what a relationship is, it just feels like the the terms don't work, and especially for queer people. It reminds me of how monogamous also we talk about relationships. Like, I can't call somebody my lover or my beloved person unless I'm intimately connected with them and planning on having their babies or them having my babies and all this, like... Um. do babies for me. <laughs> yeah, so it just feels like trying to create lines around different types of relationships is just like denying love do you know what i mean
0: yeah but so so before we even jump into deeper into this conversation right so then because i do want to make that intervention that my friend raised Mm -hmm. so i was i was i've been playing with this idea and um i was at a friend's house and we were sort of talking about this and i i had for some reason introduced this idea and my friend had raised that it's gendered when we when when i'm talking about you know queer friendships that it's gendered more feminine in a way that if that between like gay men for example it won't be just friendship hmm. or like even you get what i'm saying so or or even like a, f- a friendly gesture by a man to another man is always read in a very sexual way that is homo like that, that's like that's that's like a gay relationship, or like
1: yeah,
0: that it something. That which made me think of something. So mm-hmm. there was okay. So I'm I'm in Boston, mm-hmm. and this co- a person in my uh, in my cohort told me this example when he first came to Boston. Was riding a train, and you know when we sit across from each other, sometimes you lock eyes and you sort of have to recognize them mm-hmm. by saying mm-hmm. you know with a nod or like mm-hmm. a smile. So he did this to this man across from him, and he got punched in the face. What? No, so, yeah, he got punched in the face. So, you see what I'm saying? Like, even just a friendly yeah. gesture. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We men can be read as, it could be, like, uh-huh. read as something more.
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh.
0: So it's, it can't be a queer friendship, you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or if, if you're like, if you're too, mm-hmm. like, I, I, can, I can see where my, my friends critique or, like, a recognition is coming for. If, if you see two men holding hands, you sort of do automatically assume that they're, like, together. Yeah, or that there's even more, like, that, that, that there's sex involved. Uh-huh. Isn't that interesting? Whereas, like, when we are talking about queer friendship. The sex is, we. you had just stated, the sex isn't always it. Like, yeah. Like, my care for you and my care for, you know, others, um, it's not, there's no sex involved at all. But then my, like, my emotional attachment to um, some of my friends who are queer, like, they are very dear.
1: You don't think that people, so I'm thinking about when we were in Boston together, all of us. <laughs> And the looks we got, like you know, even even just, we weren't even being like we could have been extra. We could have been like extra extra cuddly and all that stuff, but we weren't even being like that. It was just our normal displays of affection to each other. And people were looking at us like
0: like for free.
1: Like, and I think that behind behind their looks, (laughs) they thought we was fucking. Like they they really. (laughs) They really did. Like, you could tell the way they were looking at us. They were like, oh, look at them lesbians. <laughs> and, um, so I think, I think that female, oh, female's the wrong word. Yep. Um, but what am I, but, oh, damn, fuck language. But, like, um, okay, women's sexuality, but, but particularly cisgender Women or women who are read as cisgenders sexuality is is um eroticized in a way that like <laughs> cis man whatever like being read as a cis man or not a queer man sexualities and holding and playing out in public is not so so I think a lot was happening there is what I'm <laughs> gonna say like they they read us as as cisgender folks, because I feel like if, if they didn't read us as cis, it would have been violent, maybe. Uh, so, do, do you know what I'm saying? Like, that moment where your, where your friend got punched in the face, uh-huh. he was... He was read as queer because of that eye contact, but not, not as a queer being. Like... Yeah. And so that violence comes with policing of masculinity.
0: Right.
1: And... And for people who are read as women in public, their their femininity or their sexuality is eroticized. It's like, oh, yeah, we want to see these lesbians kissing and hugging and holding hands and stuff. And so it doesn't... But, I don't
0: think, but what's funny is, like, when people are looking at us, I don't think it was in an attractive way. I think it was, like, a bizarre way. It
1: was. But because of our racial... I like, think, <laughs> yeah. That was it, too. So it's a lot... <laughs> a lot it was a lot happening. I think... If we were, if we were the same race, like, if I, if I was Korean or if you were black. Or <laughs> if, if we were two white women. Exactly. If we were two white, oh, my God. If we were two white women, people might have, like, yelled, catcalled at us, like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Did you showcase Queer Walk in Himika's class?
1: How do you know that?
0: Himika <laughs> told <Tell> me. <laughs>
1: what yeah i did i did a shameless plug no so um so we had to do this assignment in her class where uh we had to talk about a space where we reimagine the world okay and so i presented queer walk because it's kind of like my reimagining the world in action
0: (laughs) Yeah, so <laughs>
1: beautiful. I mean, it's like you know, when I started it, there were no other Tumblr pages for queer women of color. Period. Like, no. There's there's a few now, you know, but there was none when I started this, and I met some people that I like are so dear to me through the page. So I actually created a community. For myself and for other people, you know. Like, I have people who will inbox me, like, hey, you ain't posted in a minute. You good? <laughs> like, um, I know you're working on that PhD. You okay up there? And I'm just like, oh, my God, yes. And that feels so good, you know. So, I had to, pre- like, what else would I have presented for that?
0: Yeah.
1: Of reimagining the world. So, I hope she likes it.
0: She just said, today in class, we heard your
1: podcast on Queer Walk. Oh, yeah, because I played, I played a part of the episode that you were in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was cool. Everybody was like, oh, this, I bet this takes a lot of time. And I was like, yeah, it does. Because um, I I screen the content and all that stuff. And then I also, uh, like, edit.
0: Okay, so where were we?
1: I don't know. We took a brief break because him text you
0: <laughs> that
1: I talked about queer walking in class I don't know where we yeah. were in tra- oh you well, so- I
0: remember we were talking about how if we were white lesbians yes it would have been a different case
1: yeah um so it de- so it definitely people were looking at us I think trying to even figure out how we know each other and then, <laughs> and then because we were like hugging and stuff they were just like okay what is this what's happening
0: we were like holding his. We had like arms around each other.
1: Yeah.
0: Walking.
1: Yeah. I I could say that I have never been looked at at like that in public before. Yeah.
0: But I never felt so comfortable. You get what I'm? That, that is, here's the thing. I never felt so comfortable walking around with other queer women like that, like that, mm-hmm. ever before. So like when we for me when I saw those gazes, it was funny. Because I was so comfortable in my skin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, with you. And, like, if I was just like, you what the fuck? Like, it really just... I just thought that when that lady was following us, yeah, it yeah. was just hilarious. I was like, yeah. you've never seen, like, two women of color? Like, yeah. you've never seen yeah. this, like, very diverse, like, a range of people just, <laughs> like, caring for each other? No. It's not like, love. It's care. Yeah. It wasn't... It's care. Like, for me, it was like immense care and respect and,
1: like. Oh my God. Kesh, so, um, do you know the podcast Tea with Queen and Jay? No. Okay, well, you have to listen to them. They're amazing. So, so they did an episode. I was trying to find it, trying to look at, like, what episode number it is. But they talked about, like, how intimate, like, monogamy or this idea around, um, romantic relationships is killing us because you are not allowed to show care for someone and concern for somebody outside of that that um, understood structure of being in a relationship. Right. So so even something as simple as calling to be like, girl, you all right? Did you eat lunch today? Did, did you, you know, did, have you showered this week? <laughs> like, this <laughs> These basic, just like checking, checking to make sure each other are okay. Right. We forego that, like we forego that, be- because that's supposed to happen in intimate relationships. Exactly.
0: So, so I think one of the moments for me when I started latching onto this queer friendship thing was okay. I know that we're in a bad space. All right. I don't want to qu- quote people who have written in the past lightly anymore. like <laughs> Like one of the moments, like this, this quote stood by me because, and I need to find exactly where she said this. But Chela Sandoval, C H E L A, Sandoval, X A N D O V A L. She said, "We have been denied the possibility of loving outside the personal intimate relationship," and Sandoval was asking, like the reader, the people that is reading her to rethink and reimagine love
1: mm.
0: so like for mm. me that's where queer friendship was Yeah. for me it was like the space or like this interaction this relationship that I can have with other people that I love that I want them to, to thrive not to survive that I can like spread love mm-hmm. my love with and and see it returned and to feel their love with me like that, that for me I think yes. that's where friendship
1: is articulating
0: itself too yeah I mean there's a lot of nuances here I think we might be like generalizing or there are some things that we need to mm-hmm. unpack but I'm not gonna get, go back on this though you know yeah. like there is something
1: there I had to find this quote because um, that Sandoval quote that you just read and I'll put these names in the description box y'all so y'all can like look at them as we talk it also reminded me of um, Bell Hook's All About Love and yeah. I know I know we're not quoting people lightly no more, but to return to love, to get the love we wanted, but never had to have the love we want, but are not prepared to give. We seek romantic relationships. We believe that these relationships more than any other ones will rescue and redeem us. True love does have, does have the power to redeem, but only if we are ready for redemption. And And so I I like that quote in relation to this because we only seek out romantic love in hopes for healing when friendships have been the places where that they have healed me more than those
0: fuckers break our hearts. Our friends are there to hold us together. (laughs)
1: cider that was so good <laughs> um yes like that that um the only only thinking of the romantic love as the only type of love that can heal us like that is, is is breaking us first of all you have broken people out here looking for relationships in order to be whole and and that's how you just and it's like a vicious cycle you just hurt more people trying to be healed by a romantic relationship when other forms of being in relation to somebody can be so, just as fulfilling, if not more, and healing.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think we're not even asking people to choose. Like it's no. not like an ownership or like a a territory of like marking lines, right? Like just recognizing that there that there's multiple forms and like what's I I don't know, you know? I think. Mm. Why not recognize it as love? Like when I care for you, like it's yeah. Yeah, like my emotional, like like concern and care for you. It's it's as, as if I would have like a, a partner too. Like you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. like my my worry about people like you with Himika with all these other people. Like it's so dear. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Hear, like shit
1: happen to you, like it breaks my heart. Mhm. Mhm. Same, like I, it that so that also makes me think about how. Uh, uh, to, to quote Kanye. Yes, um, <laughs> <that, laughs> okay, let's
0: go. I I agree with Kanye now. Whatever. <laughs> that, let's quote quote Kanye.
1: That um uh true love is is cursed by monogamy, because monogamy has this, like, undercurrent of ownership, you know? Like, this person is yours. Your your bae, your wife, your husband, your spouse, like, whatever. It, they're yours. And that, that that means boundarying off any other kind of, like, emotional closeness or attachment to other people. And I think that that's how monogamy just has broken people because then that means if I sit here and say I love my friend, if something happens to you and I'm heartbroken, then now my partner got to feel some kind of way about that. You know, like it like they're the only ones that should be able to break my heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's that's so messed up. Like, Never, never in any other kind of formation of life. Do you expect all of your needs to be met by one person? No,
0: that is not sustainable. <laughs> it's
1: not. It just, sets, it just sets up relationships for failure. So it's like, what, how would the world look different if we really valued friendships? Like, instead of asking somebody why they're single, ask right. them, like, you really don't have anyone you consider a close friend?
0: Right,
1: right. <laughs> that's, right. that's alarming. <laughs> Seriously.
0: No, really, though. Like, that's so true.
1: And something me and Zob were talking about was, um, like, always feeling like we should not have crushes. Um, should I say more?
0: Yeah, say more.
1: Even if you're with somebody. So, even if you're in a relationship that you shouldn't have any kind of, like, nobody else should get you excited. Like, you shouldn't feel butterflies to see someone else. Or, um, you shouldn't want to be texting someone else all day because you're in a relationship. And, you know, all those feelings you get when you have a crush on somebody that that you should not feel that way towards somebody if you're in a relationship. And so me and I both have that, like we get crushes so easily and we <laughs> get crushes a lot um, and have always been. I don't know. I don't, well, I don't know the right word. Like we've always like people have punished us in different ways for making us feel guilty for having crushes while we're in relationships Uh um and that again feels like denying not only ourselves of love but people of love right (laughs) like why um, can't
0: that person be lovable yeah just because i have a partner
1: yeah
0: why can't we appreciate their Mm -hmm. quirkiness their beauty Mm -hmm. is
1: that
0: where you're going
1: yes yeah But so 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 you went. It's relational, right? So you went to like the other person. Like, why can't these other people be appreciated too? But so I went internal about like why can't I feel like appreciating someone else outside of my partner?
0: Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) I because I think I I have at any given point in time I probably have four crushes outside of my partner. I just do. I just, you know, and it's, and that doesn't mean I necessarily want to sleep with the person. Again, like, I don't know why sex has to be assumed, but it's just, like, I want to talk to, like, I really want to hear that person's voice. I want to talk to them. Um, They make me laugh. They make me smile. I want to be around them. All those kind of things. And let them know that they're appreciated. Like, I love you like I thank you for existing in the way that you do and continue you know like you just brighten this little part of my day wanting people to know that and it's so like oh you flirting with me I thought you had a bae oh you're yeah. you're so like um you ain't shit you just don't commit to nobody you know like
0: <laughs> right 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 mm-hmm. yeah no I don't
1: know I, just, I don't know oh don't be shy now
0: <laughs>
1: no, um, I was thinking, so I was, I was talking about this on Tumblr with some people, um, and most people was like, girl, that, if you find out an answer, let me know. <laughs> Kells is eclectic, uh, said that she's interested to see what other people believe and feel about this because... She, she thinks that the line is very fine between friendships and relationships. What's and that line? She didn't say. She didn't say what the line is. She just said she's interested to see what other people feel. <laughs> um, and then Trap Hippie said it's really hard to determine the line because most of the time it's crossed before you even recognize that there is a line between friendship and relationship. okay right okay trap hippie okay (laughs) we could be friends (laughs) (laughs) okay and then kid crazy hey kid crazy um i have to have you on the podcast one day because we talk we talk all the time on tumblr so (laughs) um okay I so kid crazy says I think the line for me is time spent and closeness, as in how much of myself I give to that person, of my soul and energy.
0: Okay. Yeah, but that doesn't mean so 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 say that you have that person. Which, mm-hmm. So, but that doesn't mean that like our soul sharing doesn't end with just one person. Mm-hmm. Like it might different scale. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right don't Mm -hmm. you think so i think i agree with that to a certain point but like i don't think there should be like a like if i feel like i'm sharing my soul with somebody doesn't mean that i'm cheating on them on 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 my partner right
1: yeah Ooh, that uh, see this is going into like (laughs) how do you define cheating so the i do like that so kid crazy talked about the line being closeness and time spent and not Sex, right? So, I like that. Um yeah. I think in any given week, I spend more time with people I hate than with people I love.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Snap, 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 <laughs> snap. Snap, 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 snap,
1: snap, snap. I'm just, th- like, work, you know, all that stuff, like, <laughs> school, uh, that takes me away from... Like my sisters, my partner, my friends. I I maybe get to see my friends like three hours a week, and that's a good that's a good week. So so I don't know right now. Like I, I mean, I guess this is a real particular context, but um, time spent for me. I hope that's not the line because most of my time is around people that I really don't care for.
0: <laughs> right it's forced it's not like it's a decision.
1: forced it's not a decision so my free time my my like willing closeness to people um it's it, yeah it is, it is it's definitely spent with my friends and my my babe but i don't know like the breakdown like what i say i spend more time with my partner we're we sleep most of the time we're together so <laughs> There is a different, uh, can it be like different but not hierarchical? So I think the the closeness with my friends and my partner are different, but not, not that I, I um, think that the time that I, I spend being close with my partner is more important than the time that I spend with my friends. Because I think both, both nurture me, you know? And that's not even talking about um, social media and online, like, friendships.
0: Yeah. So, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's just, like, a... I think maybe then, like, queer friendship becomes, like, a tool or even, like, a, a possibility or, like a, like, a phrase that I can sort of guide myself in this process process of like understanding relationships because i don't want to dictate it upon people you know i don't want it to be like i don't think it's gotta be something like like something that people take upon or practice like Mm -hmm.
1: actively Mm -hmm.
0: like there's guidelines or like there's like like certain boundaries you know what i mean
1: like yeah so let me can i ask you something So, we we talked about queer friendships, and I guess I went into that assuming that both people are queer. So, thinking about, like, what's the line? It gets fuzzy Mm. with two queer women. Yeah, but... So, is it still considered a queer friendship if there's a heterosexual cisgender person? I have no idea about
0: that one, actually.
1: (laughs) I don't know what that is.
0: in friendship that
1: is... You think, do you think that straight friendships are more rigid as far as, like, boundaries?
0: Certain straight friendships are more rigid
1: than others. Or well, I shouldn't say straight friendship, like, stra- friendships with straight people.
0: Right.
1: I, I feel like I'm more, um, I hold back more with straight friends, and I, I mean, I can count how many straight friends I have on my, <laughs> on one hand, but... <laughs> four. I got four. Um, that I do worry that sometimes they might read me as coming on to them or, like, you know, trying to be sexual when I'm not. Right. And so even the way I compliment my queer friends as opposed to my hetero friends because with my queer friends, I just be like, ooh, you my baby mama. Yes, you look so good. And, you know, like... Oh, you're just so sexy, but I don't say that kind of stuff to my straight friends because yeah, because it might be red weird. It might be red, yeah, and I don't want and I've had experiences where I've had straight friends and it feels like they feel uncomfortable around me or something, you know?
0: Yeah, that has, that, I, yeah, I have those, I have those friends. It's, it's okay. It's just, I, sometimes I feel like I can't be my full
1: self.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of
1: like being silly with those things. and. That's exactly or
0: or it gets weird when I talk about my interests or like who I find pretty or like okay here's the thing like so here goes here goes goes back why this is where I was getting shy but like sometimes okay many times when I go into a room or like I'm walking around and like I, I like observing my environment a lot when I when I'm entering or I'm moving through a space I love to just take in things Mm-hmm. Not like actively, but like visit, like through visuals, through sounds, through movements. So like when I I'm, when I do that and I walk around, even just like the street or I'm I'm in a room, like there are really beautiful people out there. Mm-hmm. Like and I sometimes wonder, like do they know how like beautiful they look? Like just like in their movement mm-hmm. or like how they did their or. What, and in my head I'm like, I just I just really appreciate their beauty mm-hmm. just as a person, you know? But I feel like I can't enunciate that, like I can't articulate that or like verbalize it a lot because people mm-hmm. will think that I am like like on the the prowl, like ready to like you know what I'm saying?
1: Just ready like, to counts on whatever you see. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like why can't you just let me appreciate how like way that they were drumming
1: was so beautiful yeah. i was in, you know incaptivated yeah so this reminds so just now when i was coming home on the bus and i was i was telling you like 10 more minutes i'm on the bus i was looking at this girl and uh she was gorgeous like her her skin just looks like she never fell and bumped herself or had a pimple ever in her life like Her skin was so perfect and uh, her lips, just like the shape of her lips looked like they had been drawn, you know? Like her hair, it's like even the little messy wisps were just beautiful, you know? Um, I don't know. She was just gorgeous and this other woman was looking at me, look at her. (laughs) i stared too long but the girl i was looking at didn't see me it was i you know how you can feel somebody looking at you i looked over and (laughs) and there was this like uh but i i just i they were we were all three women of color dark skinned women of color and (laughs) so this this girl's looking at me like "Mm, i see you and i'm looking at the other girl like oh my god she is so beautiful um and and so then i just i that made me think about your friend who got punched on the train and so how that might have been like what if i if i presented masculine you know or, or what if what if any kind of variable in that situation was different and that was read differently um, cuz the girl was looking at me like i got caught and so i was like what if i was a dude which would well, she have been looking uh-huh. at me like, oh, no. no. But the way that she looked at me like, mm-hmm, I caught you, also made me think she was queer.
0: Oh, because she caught it.
1: Because she caught it, yeah. Because you know, straight girls wouldn't eat- Obviously, the only straight girl in that situation was... <laughs> she was completely oblivious to me staring at her for a whole ten minutes on the clearly she's the only hetero in this equation (laughs) and also so I was talking about this with one of my classmates in Himika's class um she was talking about how all women whether they're queer or not they read you like talking to them and like looking at them as friendly so kind of the opposite of what you were saying about men. So you're saying it was gendered. I think she's saying it's gendered too that that women can't tell when we're flirting with each other. So you have to say oh, yeah. like I'm gay and I think you look good. Can I have your number? <laughs> like you have to be you have to be that direct because women can't tell when you're flirting with them. Oh,
0: that's int- that's true.
1: It's always... Especially
0: if you're more femme. Like, if, if mm-hmm. both of y'all are femme, or, like, one of you are more femme, it's always so hard. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. It's always read as friendship.
0: Or it could be misread. I don't know, like...
1: Mm-hmm. Ugh. I don't know. Because then I also have this problem of I'm only friends with, like, bad bitches, so... <laughs> <laughs> so, thank like, ah. God. Yeah, I I was talking to one of my cousins, and he was just like, how have you ever ended up in a relationship? Because, like, when I flirt, people don't recognize that I'm flirting with them. They just think I'm... I you flirt.
0: Oh, you're very upfront, though. You would, go be like asking, you would go up there and ask for people's number.
1: I am. You I'm have
0: right. to, I don't do that. I can't do that stuff.
1: I don't know why, Cage, because anybody would give you their number. No. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I i am like that, and when I was younger, like when I was a baby gay, I got a lot of like heat about that, like mostly from masculine presenting queer women, just like, oh, chill out, I think you're too aggressive to be a femme. you should like calm down, oh, yeah, I I' even, doing that.
0: I'm even doing that performance of like <sighs> okay,
1: yeah, I was told that I was aggressive. Um, But I felt like I had to be in order to, if I'm flirting with you and you don't recognize that I'm flirting, then I need to be like, so can I have your number? (laughs) um, But I think even when I do that now, people are just like, oh, yeah, networking.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, (laughs) But Okay, so then going back to that queer friendship, though. Okay. Gosh, I feel like I'm putting myself, like, out there. Okay, so <laughs> no but like sometimes what if you just want like a more PC, like really rad queer walks in your life and you're in those dating apps, not necessarily to like yeah. go to bed mm-hmm. with people, right? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. to like meet other yeah like,
1: people. That see I had a really bad um experience with that on um okay Cupid. Oh. Because I was on Tinder, and everybody was like, you're not going to find anybody on Tinder. Tinder is super white in Syracuse. So I'm like, okay. So I went on OkCupid. Okay and they were right. OkCupid okay had more people of color. Uh, and I was trying to find friends. Like, I wasn't trying to... But that's almost like... It's weird because people are on the app, obviously, because they're trying to find connection. But there's like a stigma attached to saying that you're on the app to find Bay. So, everybody has looking for friendship, but when you uh. but when you actually message somebody like, "Hey, I'm about to go see this movie. Do you wanna come?"
0: they are hesitant
1: they yeah, either you don't get responses or they hit you back on some like sexual stuff, and so I had a really bad experience with a, a okay Cupid girl so we have defined the line between friendships and relationships as non-existent.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that's hard, too. And we, I fuck, fuck lines and fuck borders and... Come on. Yes.
1: Fuck fronteras.
0: Yes. <gasps> <laughs> yes! <laughs> I feel you. When you said that word, it already hurt me. I
1: know. All right. So, we're almost at an hour... So, this was not really a short episode. It was just on one topic. <laughs> Thank you for listening um, and continue to share uh, to support the podcast. So um, if you can't do that through contributing via a question hit in the inbox or um, the PayPal, just share it like um, reblog it, like it, tell your friends about it. Um, get the word out, and also there is going to be a podcast meetup on March 11th. So I talked about this on the last episode, um, and so I'm just like reiterating this information on March 11th at 4 p.m. at Vaughn in New York City. You do have to RSVP because it was uh put together by the lovely ladies of Tea with Queen and Jay. So you know we just try to make sure. That the capacity of the the venue doesn't get exceeded, so the link to RSVP will be in the um, info box, and so it's going to be, I think, like nine podcasts there. Um, so tea with Queen and Jay, the lovely folks who put it together. Hey Queen, hey Jay, love y'all. Thank y'all so much for all of the life that y'all give me through your podcast. Inner whole Uprising is going to be there. Bag Ladies Podcast. The Bodega Podcast. TK and the AM. Uh, we Come From Queens will be there. Uh, the Extraordinary Negroes Podcast. Um, the Girth Podcast. The Cure. And I'm missing somebody. Uh, I'll put it in the info box. Um, <laughs> so, yes, all of those podcast will be there and you know, lovely listeners. So come through if you're in the New York area. Um, Vaughn is in like uh the city in Manhattan. So, um please come. I know it's the it's the beginning of my spring break, so I'm gonna be in the city for a while. So if even if you're not around on the eleventh still hit me up because Queer Walk will be in the building. Um yeah. And so yeah, I'm really excited about that. Like I can't understress like how excited I am for that. I'm so excited.
0: I'm gonna try my best to be there.
1: Please come. On Yes. I'll try my best. And the hashtag for that is Potting Live NYC. Um, it's if you're following us on Instagram, then you'll see it there. Uh, it's also on the Tumblr page, so there. Yeah. Um. So I'm really excited about that event, and y'all been asking for a meetup. Well, this is it. <laughs> um and uh definitely need to try to find like other ways to physically connect people because i like i get a lot of questions about that like when are we gonna get together and so thanks to Tia with queen and jay this is one opportunity to do so i think that's it that's all i had for the end of this and so i'm going to sign off now okay thank you so much case for joining me again
0: Thanks, Martinique.
1: you'll be back right Okay. (laughs) I love you. All right. Deuces, y'all.